Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches every action movies and puts them on our list that we make and that we defend to each other or, or against each other. <laughs> we we uh, argue with each other. We argue with each other. I'm back. This is I'm John. Um, this is James and Dustin. Hey. Hey. So before we get into our movie this week, anything you want to talk about? You're looking at, you're looking at me. I'm looking at you. Uh, let's see. I watched, uh, I finished, uh, Deadwood watching, rewatching Deadwood and watched the movie. Yeah. I watched the movie. Yeah. You watched it too. Yeah. I really liked it a lot. It's very good. It's a, you know, it's pretty remarkable that after 13 year hiatus, you could write a two hour movie that brought things to a satisfying close. And And notice that, that, uh, that kitty molester guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off wasn't in it. Jeffrey Jones. He was in it. He was in the background when uh, when the what's his name the politician guy Hurst comes out. Oh, is he? He takes a he takes like a photo of him. When I he's thought. Making oh, his I speech. thought. I thought that was him. At the it's at the very end. Uh, he takes a picture of him near the beginning. I don't know if he shows up again at the end. At the very end, but he he's says, just smile, Mister Hurst. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's just kind of in the background. He doesn't he doesn't play a big role. Probably a good idea. Probably for the best. I mean, I could see why they'd be like, well, we got to have him there for. Continuity. Not really. They could have just said he died. <laughs> he died. Yeah, they could. Have just yeah, in like, fact, they could have just got away with not even mentioning him. Yeah, probably. He died of consumption. <laughs> they no, didn't talk about that pow- guy any money. They didn't talk about Powers Booth. Yeah, I mean that's a character that you know we just assumed he died because he did die in real life. So it takes place how many years after? It's supposed to be ten years yeah. after this series ended. Oh, okay. It's actually thirteen. Been thirteen years oh. since it ended. I think they just did that to align with certain historical realities, like yeah. stuff to do with Hearst, because he's an actual he's an actual senator and stuff. Does he end up dying? Do you think in that prison? No, I mean I don't think so, because in reality he didn't die until he was an old man as as a senator, and like he died of natural That's causes. Too bad. He really should have died. Yeah, he made a great fucking villain on that show. Swear engine. <laughs> man, I wanted to I wanted to see him die so bad. He, yeah, yeah, swear engine. They, uh, that, they played that really good because. You wanted to see Swearingen like he was in his prime, but I think it was a smart play to do this thing where he's, you know, he's fairly changed at this point. He's older. He's uh, kind of wrestling with ghosts. Yeah. Uh, Bullock, of course. I don't know. I loved awesome it. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. one of the best written things I've ever seen. I'm just glad they got to do a cap like this because it was one of the most tragic cancelings of a show Ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, well, I didn't watch anything, so. Nada? No. Nothing. <laughs> oh, I watched this documentary called Free Solo. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about this dude that free soloing is like when you climb up cliff faces with no yeah, with ropes, no, no gear. Yeah. Uh, this guy was like, or I guess he's like one of the foremost... Uh, guys doing that in the world and mm-hmm. there's not very many people who do it like yeah I think they said something like 1% of That's climbers to, do it because you have to be like you have to have a mental deficiency <laughs> to do it yeah. pretty much uh, it's amazing though to watch the movie like it's one of the most unsettling stomach churning things I've watched in a while so he decides he's gonna he's done a bunch of this free soloing but he decides he's gonna do this uh, cliff face at uh, Yosemite called El Capitan or they call it El Cap uh, no one's done it no one's attempted it mm. um, 
and he decides he's going to do it. So he's, he's got, you know, there's a film crew making the documentary about it. It's really interesting too, because it focuses a lot on like the f- guys filming it. Like they have to like hang there on ropes and stuff to get shots. And oh, all yeah. but like it focuses on them and like they're friends with the guy and like, it's just like how weird they feel. Like what if he dies while we're making this movie? Like yeah. that's fucked up. Like are we, is this, should we be doing this? Like, is yeah. this interesting? Um, it's crazy to watch like the shots they get are unbelievable um but yeah and then it's also just about this guy and he's kind of a weird dude and like uh, his girlfriend like their relationship and the strain that is put on that but like him doing stuff like this yeah uh but yeah and actually they do he does get like a cat scan at one point so they can examine his brain to see what the deal is with his brain (laughs) yeah (laughs) because pretty much everyone who does free soloing at some point, they die. <laughs> right. Because, at, at, you know, at some point you're going to make the mistake. Like, you're not going to have, like, everyone has to be, like, so zeroed in and focused on what they're doing to do this kind of thing. And then, like, all, like it, a, all it takes is one yeah, one, one slip up and that's it. And you're toast, right? So. Hmm. Oh, toast. That makes me think of Mission Impossible. <laughs> toast. 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 <laughs> toast. <laughs> Oh, and I saw it on the screen too. Toast. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's cool. I, I need to see that. Uh, James, uh, I didn't watch anything, but uh, for some reason, I was reminded of uh, Blade this week. Oh yeah, um, our first wasn't that our first episode or our second episode? I don't know if it was our first. No, no it was second after uh, the raid. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking of that like awesome rave scene at the beginning. <laughs> Something was With just the blood, no. I was just listening to a podcast and you were talking about sprinklers. that. It's just like, like you can't beat a blood rave. <laughs> like can't, really. you really can't. No, you really can't. I mean, it's just you're, you're high on Molly. There's blood spraying all over you. You got your leather on. I don't know. I'm just thinking about like, I like that scene. That's it was a fun scene. That actually. really stands out for yeah. me. Better than the Matrix rave scene. <laughs> Way better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because. A lot of these action movies have like some rave or techno, like yeah, either in a club or you know wherever. Right. Like John Wick yeah. has it, I think, in both movies. I, I haven't seen the third one yet. Right, the first movie, yeah, they have one where he goes to that club, and then the second one in that sort of where they're having that weird party in the cataracts or whatever or the sorry cataracts, the tomb things, catacombs. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, even Mission Impossible. The latest one. Yeah, that's true. There was a big that was one. In a really, it was a big was a one. Rave. <laughs> yeah, it was like a giant I, I thought rave. it was just like a club. No, I think it was supposed I, to be a rave. I think they had like special DJ guys up yeah, in there. Yeah, but I think that's, just supposed to be, that's supposed to just be like European club. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like just well, like whatever. that. What if it's a rave or a... Well, I don't know if really the scene in Blade is a rave or just that's like... That's a rave. That's happening in like this guy knows his raves. Well, no, I, I don't know the definition so I, I of a think, rave. I think <laughs> the difference between a rave and a nightclub is the fact that a nightclub just exists. Right, it's and like a rave is just and like a rave pop, is like a pop, a pop up, up kind thing. of thing. Right, like right, it's just like it. It's in a factory. It's like a secret location. Secret location. It's not, it's not like a public invite yeah. sort of thing. I oh, think okay. that like Tiesto. I think that's a DJ guy. Look at this guy. Back me up. What? I don't know. I, I don't know. Shit I think that's a DJ. I, like that guy goes to maybe raves, but he also performs at like clubs. Okay. Oh man, we're out of our depth. 
Can, can I tell you? Well, something? We have to start a rave cast. Okay. Well, here's some things that I just learned. I just realized that I have conflated Craig T. Nelson, yeah, and Gerald McRaney. Who's Gerald McRaney? He plays George Hurst. Oh, in my head. For the past like, 36 years. Like when you years. heard the name Craig T. Nelson, you thought of the other guy? I or always, Bruce I think that I always just kind of thought they were the same person because I thought Craig T. Nelson was in Simon and Simon. Oh. But it wasn't. It was Gerald McCraney. Interesting. <laughs> and I was like, is this guy, because I was like, is this guy coach? There's no way he's coach. I know, but like, <laughs> so I think that I was a young kid. Somehow that like, they conflated. Like they, yeah, yeah. That does happen to you with different actors or whatever. Like you... For some reason, two different names, you kind of think of one or the other when you hear the yeah. name. And then I also just realized that Anna Gunn played Martha Bullock. Yeah, from Breaking Bad. I just realized that, too. Yeah. Uh, I forgot about it until I started rewatching the show. No, I just realized it now. I watched oh, the movie. Want, you didn't realize <laughs> it when you were watching the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's almost like it was meant to happen that we watched Roadhouse this week because we just watched Don Swayze. In the Deadwood oh, movie, right? He showed up as a as a henchman kind of guy in the in the Deadwood movie. Yeah, makes you just think. You know, are there accidents or is that divine? <laughs> we got to see Don. Now we get to watch Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the trailer. Patrick Swayze is Don. I thought you'd be bigger. Opinions vary. When he's around, anything can happen. How's a guy like you end up a bouncer? Just lucky, I guess. And usually does. If somebody gets in your face, I want you to be nice. Don't! Don't be rude! Ask him to walk, but be nice. Help this gentleman to the door. Until it's time to not be nice. So says the fighting philosopher. He may be hard to handle. I keep talking, you're gonna go off thinking I'm a nice guy. I know you're not a nice guy. But he's easy to like. What's the matter, Dalton? Don't you like women? The worst I ever had was wonderful. He's not what you'd expect. I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> but there's one thing you can count on. He's the best friend a good time ever had. <laughs> You guys tired? I'll go get all the sleep I need when I'm dead. This is my town. I'm not afraid of him. I guess you'll be having that fire sale now, all right? <laughs> you got your hands full, kid. I just think I'm looking at a dead man. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. For that line of work, I thought you'd be bigger. Gee, I've never heard that before. Roadhouse. Don, I gotta say, Don Swayze, definitely the uglier Ooh. of the two of the two Swayzes. He looks like he looks. Patrick like, got the looks. His Don Swayze looks like and the talent. Like somebody <laughs> put Patrick Swayze, it injected him with a bunch of like. It looks silly like, it looks putty like in Patrick his face. Swayze got addicted to meth. Yeah, and the, it looks like somebody like put silly putty <laughs> in his face and then like reshaped and then vacuum sealed yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> and it all squished together. I mean, that's mean, but but it's kind of true. <laughs> well, he's. The, I mean, I'm not putting my face out there. He's a very hawkish face. Uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of hawks, through the ringer a little. <laughs> 
Could be. I don't know. He's always looked like that. He's always he's always shown up like in small parts and stuff. Well, I mean, there's Over only the one. Years. I remember specifically watching an episode of uh, of Murder She Wrote that he showed up in as a bad guy. I love me, Mister Murder She Wrote. <laughs> uh, there's know. only one hawk in this movie, and that's John Hawks. Okay, in Deadwood. Yeah, in Deadwood. He's Sorry, not he's not in shows. I wish he did make it a better movie. I don't know how you could make it a better movie. I have some thoughts. <laughs> Dustin, why don't you just run down what Roadhouse is before we get too far? Roadhouse. Yeah, okay. So, 1989. Uh, it's a movie about a what they call a cooler, who is a special type of bouncer. He's is not he like, like the head the bouncer? Cooler. Yeah, he's like a head bouncer who like but he's not the cools cooler. situations off. He's not William H. Macy not- in The Cooler. But, yeah. Uh, so... He uh, he's thought of as being one of the best bouncers, which is hilarious because there's like apparently people know who the best bouncers are. Uh, well, gets, only, other gets, than uh, Wade Garrett, yes, right. Sam, uh, he gets he gets hired by a new bar uh, from where he's working. Uh, it's like a real shithole, and the guy wants him to come in and clean the place up, get it so it can uh, not be a complete dive. Yeah, which doesn't that guy always play a bad guy in movies? Yeah, often. Uh, that, I didn't write his name down. I forget his name. But yeah, he often shows up as villains. The guy who owns this bar. He's the just double got that, deuce. that villain face. Yeah, he does. Uh, but not a villain in this movie. He's no. A, just a good, good uh, intentioned bar owner. Right. So Patrick Swayze comes in. He's going to clean this fucking bar up. And in the process of doing that, he has these run-ins with a local... Uh, what is he? Just a businessman, I guess. Evil businessman. He's in 1980s. Ben Brad Wesley. Yeah, he's like. Remember when the 80s was about like fighting, yeah, rich fighting, people. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck happened? <laughs> Brad Wesley. He's played by Ben Gazzara. Yeah. Uh, and so they get. He gets into a run-ins with him because this guy has interests in the community for himself that are in somehow in contrast to what this bar is doing. And right. Like, Which yeah, I, no, I can't no, no. grasp how big this town is. <laughs> no, he's, he's, what did you just say? I just, I was re, I was looking he's up in, the, he's in conflict with the bar owner because, because the bar owner won't pay him. Well, the bar owner won't pay him, but he won't, um, he won't employ, he his won't employ his nephew. nephew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which well, is, no, I think the stakes in this movie are so small. It's I think hilarious. it's supposed to be like a, like a, mob thing right like yeah know, like he's you, he's a connected you get like, a, you get whatever a con- he yeah, has, like he like won't let he won't let him get the booze sh- shipped to him once he fires the nephew like but he, yeah it's he, like, like the funny thing is it's like the sopranos right where there's like okay you guys get the contract for to build this but then you have to like have like five union guys right 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 except for the sopranos the five guys who got jobs didn't work it seems like right. the nephew just wants to. He just wants his job where he can living. Where, well, where he well, can skim where he from skim. the <laughs> from the cash. So, but we're not. It's not actually clear that Ben Gazzara is is uh, wanting to be paid money from the guy because they never actually say that. We do see him extorting the local auto shop guy. Yeah, but the for, auto shop guy says that you, everybody pays. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you, so ha- that, you, that you get that impression, but it never actually. No, like, you know what? Because this movie that isn't directly. that great. And I'm going to go a step further. This movie is. This movie, since we talk about these things now, is barely an action movie. Hmm. Barely. Bare- wow. It's a lot of fighting in it. There's a lot of explosions. A lot of fighting explosions. Um, there is, but... Monster trucks. Monster trucks. <laughs> For it's no a, reason. There's a whole... Uh, there's uh, kung fu fighting and ripping guys' throats Well, I out. think this is more of a behind-the-scenes conversation, but this movie has very few... It It's 
Well, it's just too long. It's too long, but it's... It, <laughs> it's it also, what you're trying to get at. It also is more just like... It's not really an action movie by what we've been talking about lately. It's just a movie with some fighting in it. No, but it's it's like an 80s romantic it's a action... Rom- it's a romantic... <laughs> kind of movie. It's more like a romantic movie with some hand fighting. I think it's... <laughs> There's a lot of hand fighting. I think it's heavier on the action than the romance. Yes, most uh, definitely. It is. Except for that one sweet, sweet, sweet sex fuck scene. scene. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. You knew that, when you saw no, that I'm, doctor. I'm a little surprised here that we're we're talking shit on this movie right out the gate because while it is ridiculous and terrible, I think it's really fucking hilarious. Oh, and it totally is. It's like one of the greatest pieces of cheese slash sleaze. Honestly, of wa- the 80s. watching this movie, I'm just like, man. I forgot how good this movie is. <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculously like it's entertaining. So I never have never ridiculous. seen this movie. I thought eh. <sighs> what? It's okay. It's fucking hilarious. I don't know. I kind of I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this to me is one of those all-time great shit shitty movies. I know. I was reading a list and it said that this is like on the like Rotten Tomatoes or something like that like 10 movies so bad that you have to watch them. I actually didn't think this movie was that bad. It's pretty bad. I it's, thought it, it's pretty over the top. Okay, like yeah, but, it's over the top. It's super macho. It is. It's but, got all these ridiculous fights. It's got these ridiculously cartoonish henchmen. It's it's almost like an epi- like a two hour episode of the A Team, where right. there's this bad guy in town and they've, they they need the A Team to come into town and help them deal with, <laughs> with all him and his henchmen and stuff. I agree, but I think it's still better than. A lot of movies that we've watched on this podcast, for sure, but it's better than a lot of just movies that are made. Like it's it's well, sure, it's there's, competent, there's worse movies. It's competently made. Yeah, it, it's it's it, not like the quality isn't bad. I think that everything how it's everything done. it seems to no, be done like, is done on purpose. It's like the story. Yeah, I think the director had a sense of humor about like what I, he was making, and I think that to be a truly bad, like so bad, it's good movie. There has to be an earnestness, but this movie. Is well, it, I think this movie straddles the line. It's because, not incompetent enough. No, it's not. It's not incompetent. It's not like it's not like the room or something where it's like, oh, this is so bad. It's it's great. Yeah. It, like, but it's like, like this is so cheesy and so of its time that it's great. It, I guess. Like all the stereotypes are just like so over the top. Yeah. Like the rich guy in town. Like everything that he does is so over it's the so top. Evil and yeah, it's just like even with. There's just it's just it's with so, it's his just, room with all the animals and right, stuff all like the sta- yeah his, his trophies it, like it's just it's so over the top uh, and then yeah and then but and in these bar fights like the bar is so scuzzy and like yeah it's so ridiculous like everything is a fight breaking out drugs being sold here like it's just like and it's a shithole like we hung out at that we used to hang out at that shitty bar in town that we call pub Gators Gators yeah. Uh, and it's like nothing, you know, compared to this. It's like well, no, so, but this is like so over the top that there would be a bar this ridiculously shitty and scuzzy. I don't know. To me, it feels like it's we're in a different world. Like we're in a comic book world. Like it's not real. Like it's well, yeah, it's like, not real. No, no, no. It's like uh, no, no. Let me just like, like what it makes mine. Like I mean, more like we're living in like an alternate reality where we have guys that are like world-renowned coolers right like, yeah that's the funniest part to me is like that people are like oh dalton i've heard of you like they know who he is he's like yeah, he's like a, people totally are aware of I like think, uh, bouncers i think i watched this movie with too much sincerity and i was like yeah maybe you know maybe people in 
bars do you talk about this bouncing stuff? circles I, mean, I don't know i mean there's gotta be like the best bouncer right <laughs> i guess yeah there's probably awards for it or something well there's probably yeah i mean nowadays i mean goddamn millennials. but in this Tell movie he's it, right? this like philosopher he's like a he's like jacks teller he's got the feathered mullet yeah jacks teller man he's he's amazing and then his and then his mentor Sam, played by Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's a he's is just a, like the coolest, he's so fucking cool. coolest breeze I you wish, ever, yeah. <laughs> you've ever seen. <laughs> I wish I was Sam Elliott. <laughs> he's so awesome. <laughs> he he's so handsome. He's got this perfect like he's gray like a, he's hair. Like a, he's like a Jesus. Oh, he's like a, a cool Jesus, Jesus biker. <laughs> he's like a Jesus was real, and I wanted to talk to him. But it's perfect, right? Because through the whole movie. Swayze's like the man and everyone's like oh man like Dalton yeah yeah but 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 then Sam Elliott Sam Elliott shows up and it's like Swayze's like is like that towards Sam Elliott right yeah but Swayze was the best it's the guy that made him right well at this point because now Sam Elliott is well Sam Elliott prime Sam Elliott got got yeah well yeah get stabbed yeah oh he gets stabbed it was it was tails is the note on his body? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> the bad guy is flipping a coin Tails. over whether to kill him or the girlfriend. Um, yeah, yeah, though there was a, so right off the bat, there's like one scene where I think the doctor shows up and the uh, love interest, yeah, and Swayze, Doc. like just outside the bar, and they're talking about going somewhere, and. Uh, and you see the big monster truck in the background. Yeah, and you know and you're that's like, getting what used. The? That's getting used at some point. Yeah, I movie. know, but it's like, do you not see that monster truck? Chekhov's monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's gonna go over some cars. Yeah, and it did. Went into a into an auto uh, yeah mall Ford, kind of Ford thing. dealership. Yeah, Ford dealership and <laughs> drove over the cars in the in the dealership room, like the showroom or whatever. Uh, I guess that was the Bigfoot truck, actually, that they used. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looked I like saw it. Bigfoot. Yeah. I went to the monster trucks a couple times. No big deal. I had a toy of the Bigfoot truck when I was a kid. I saw, gra- saw Gravedigger. Yeah, Gravedigger. I saw the uh, <laughs> I saw the, I saw the robot. Sunday, Sunday. The, oh, di- yeah. the dinosaur robot. The dinosaw yeah, robot. Yeah, I saw that, that like one, too. Yeah. yeah. I think they had that at the air show one year. Did they have monster trucks there? No, the... Oh, just the dinosaur, dinosaur one? Yeah, I've seen the dinosaur one. This too. is back when BC Place used to have... Yeah, uh, actually, not that many years ago, Gene and I went with my dad. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> where he got tickets, and we are like, yes, we'll do that. Why, Why did not? Gene go? Oh, I think she just thought it'd be funny. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and it was. <laughs> could but you, it kind of sucked because they, they didn't lay down dirt inside. Oh. Like they normally do, but for I can't remember why, but there was some something went wrong, and so it was just... Just the concrete with then, you know, jumps and stuff. Oh, right. Or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it was still fun as a one-time... A one... A one-time thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, no, I mean, not, go. not to uh, insult all the monster truck lovers out there. <sighs> yeah, no, it sucks, but I'd go. <laughs> you go and you have some drinks and get fucked up and yell at... Yeah, you probably yell fight at, somebody. Yeah, yell at... <laughs> Just it's, like Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah. You fight breaks out in the monster truck my stands. New, my new thing is, is like... I don't know. Somebody said there's a thread or something I was reading and it was like on Reddit. What's it? Maybe it was somewhere. And it was like, what's a shitty thing that people can do? And it was like, like, was it? It was like, make fun of something that someone's excited about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man, that's like my life. (laughs) Like, I do that all the time. Just taking away your joy. And I was like, 
I that's you know I'm not, the worst part is, is I'm like I never even thought about it. <laughs> like I'm just a bad person. <laughs> and I'm like, no, man, I'm not gonna take away people's joy. I mean, I'll take it away like this way, but I won't do it like in person anymore. Okay, <laughs> this is one step removed. <laughs> like yeah. if somebody tells me like like they're going to a concert and I'm like, oh, who are you going to see? And they're like, Creed. Um, no, it's literally like one time it was we're gonna go see Bush, and uh, 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 what's that fucking uh, Scott Stapp? Stone Devil Pilots. Yeah, like this was like this was like like a month ago, like a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so he's dead. He's Scott dead, Stapp. but the band is still. Or not Scott Stapp. Sorry, Scott. White. It was like Bush and 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 Stone Temple Pilots or something like that. I mean, if someone was like, "Hey, I got an extra ticket. You want to go for free?" And I was like, go, "Sure." And, this, <laughs> and the person was young. The person was like twenty-two, and they were so stoked about it. I'm like, "Oh, because that's like classic rock to yeah, them." Yeah, I'm like, "Your band, this band's fucking suck." Man, I, I dug me some some Bush when I was in uh, grade ten or whatever. Razor Blade Suitcase. Yeah, that that one, the one before that. Razor Blade Suitcase was their album. Like that was the. Big it was the one. second one. And then the first one was uh, Sixteen Stone. Oh. That was the one that had glycerin, glycerin? and Machine Head. And How about the music in this movie? Head. Yeah, Jeff. All Jeff Healy all the time. Yeah, man. Thank you, Canada. Canada's own Jeff Healy. Uh, yeah, I forgot he was in this movie. I've seen this movie before. I think I've only actually watched it all the way through once, but then I've just seen bits of it on cable over the years i'd stop and watch 10 or 15 minutes of it here and there so i i've probably seen it more than that uh more than once altogether but you got the, you got the chicken wire yeah the chicken wires up that's just like blues, blues brothers brothers yeah, blues brothers, yeah. Uh, everyone pitching beer bottles at them and stuff <laughs> they're like hey we're gonna take a quick break and drain the lizard you were paid to play and he's yeah <laughs> like everyone in this bar is like the scummiest piece of shit it's also like whoever lived yeah uh, I'm gonna, i can't wait to fucking kick your ass after the show but don't you goddamn stop playing <laughs> yeah yeah they're all like you guys fucking suck i like to keep playing <laughs> let's talk about some of our favorite scummy parts um how about the guy who's like for fifty bucks, you can touch my girlfriend's no, tits. It's twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Oh, okay. A dirt bag, fifty. So, and then he's like, ten for each boot. It was to kiss them. It was to kiss them. And he's like, just like rubbing them. And he's like, <laughs> he's, he's I, like I don't have twenty dollars. I don't got twenty dollars, buddy. <laughs> and then a fight breaks out. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that happens in this bar, a fight breaks out. Pretty much. You know, the more we're talking about, the more I like this movie. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's this, definitely fun. This is a movie about a bar, a, a bouncer who majored in philosophy and he's just like this zen guy. He does like fucking tai chi on the banks of the river in the morning. But he's, <laughs> like, but he's haunted, so ridiculous. haunted by the fact he killed a guy. In he, once killed, he once ripped a man's throat out. And as we learn in, in this movie, and as we learn in this movie, he's kind of obsessed with ripping people's throats out. I think if you do it more awesome. than once, yeah, you're officially <laughs> you're like, obsessed. <laughs> yeah. So he fights the bat, like the, the right hand man Johnny. of the bad guy, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Uh, and they fight on the bank of the river near the end of the movie, and uh, it's actually a pretty fun fight they have. That's and a then, fun uh, fight. That's what the that's when they're on the beach. Yeah, and he does that like diving like Tony Jaw knee. Yeah, just, like that was him. that was pretty sick. Uh, I guess he did actually train with like a championship like kickboxer guy, like Mai Tai oh. guy. Yeah, it was Tony Jaw. Um, dad, <laughs> Tony Jaw's dad. Uh, and then yeah, he ends up ripping that dude's throat out at the end of that fight. So it's like, well, now I've done this twice. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then at the very end, when he's fighting Ben Gazzara, and he's got him down on the couch, 
he like goes to like do it he's like he's gonna, gonna do, do it, it again and then he's like no it's not yeah. it's not worth it did jimmy need to say i fucked guys like you in prison yes the best hey, line so in the movie <laughs> yeah he says i used to fuck guys like you but he's in got prison. him in a chokehold and <laughs> I, <laughs> I started laughing so hard i was like this is amazing it's like okay wow that's, that's one and that's why i'm looking at your guys scores i can't believe your quotes your quotes and tropes are so low that's true it's amazing there's so many funny lines in this um, oh, sorry. <laughs> I I might have just like pull it up because I thought there was a thing he says after that. Like it takes There's this movie to another level. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a, it's. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm actually speechless. Oh God damn it! <laughs> the fuck. I'm trying. I I keep clicking on Just it. Just put it on mute. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm not. Tr- it's Patrick Swayze should have been like weird flex, but yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's what that was like, invented for. Like that's supposed to be a threat. Or like a... It's supposed to be like it's a... It's just like you're, it's you're, a like a, you're a bitch. You're like you're a little bitch. And I used to fuck bitches like you. Like, you know, right. when I was locked up. <laughs> it's just a strange boast. Y- yeah. <laughs> like... It's like the uh, Happy Gilmore. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> right. Pieces of shit for breakfast. Um, Oops. I mean, this movie's got it all. It's got ridiculous bar fights. Yeah. Massive explosions. Yeah. Some gunplay. Cars exploding. Weird monster trucks. Sex Lots scene. of boobs. Lots <laughs> of scenes. boobs. Weird stripper clubs where the guys shoot water guns at the strippers on stage. Yeah. Uh, I mean... <laughs> One more okay, <laughs> another thing. Who the fuck would want to live in an apartment or something in a barn that's oh, yeah. just the open like loft. that? I mean, it was, you know pretty, fucking, it was pretty dope. It's pretty dope, but you know how fucking dusty and shit yeah, that okay, would be? So there's, here's the <laughs> there's thing, no though. way. But I think that it was like... A that ste- would play hell with my asthma. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a case of aesthetics over... Right. No, I, mean, I know. I was looking at that. I was like, God damn, that looks pretty fucking tight. That's a good live, setup. I could live there. But then I'm like, oh, wait a second. I've been in a barn and they suck. Yeah. <laughs> and they're gross. And also like, Seems like it'd be you're going to have mice everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it's like drafty. Oh, it's warm right now. It smells like manure. Yeah. Or it, at least it hay. Just, it just looks like you could totally see someone doing like an Airbnb if you had a hay, a- hay advertising fever. that and then you get there and it's just like open and there's horses yeah. down below and, and like, shit and you're oh, like, what shit. the fuck <laughs> also, but upstairs it's super nice it's all like open concept no also he's gonna start a fire with all that cigarette smoking yeah well you know Swayze apparently was a three pack a day man well that's what got him in the end isn't it probably he died of cancer pancreatic cancer but I'm sure the three packs a day did not help uh, actually, him and Ben Gazzara both died of pancreatic cancer, which is a bummer. That uh, is a bummer. Yeah, it's a Patrick Swayze, interesting guy, interesting career. Like he, he's like this. I know he's like a very pretty man. Like you know, yeah. Uh, that a lot of women were super into him. Like right before this, he did Dirty Dancing. This is the next movie he did after Dirty Dancing. Well, <laughs> right after strange... this, he did Ghost, and then Ghost, yeah, and then like Point Break. So he would go. It's like he went from like he's like the romantic leading yeah. guy, then he's the action guy. You do one for the studio, and, you and one, for one, <laughs> one for me, one for them, one for me. So after this movie, he was offered all sorts of movies like uh, like Predator. 
Yeah, yeah, Predator Two. Yeah, yeah, Predator Two. Which and, he turned and, down because he hurt his knee or something doing this. Yeah, and a bunch of other ones. Yeah, but he didn't want to be a action. Yeah, well, I think after Ghost was a big hit, then he was like, "Oh, I can do this instead," kind of thing. But he did do Point Break after, which we have to do, of course, at some point. Is that more of a love story, though? Point Break between Keanu and yeah. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but also awesome. So awesome was this movie a success? Roadhouse? No, it was not a theatrical success. Uh, I think found its found its life on home video afterwards. Rentals and stuff. So let me see here. I'm on Box Office Mojo. doesn't have a budget. 17 million. Oh, well, I made 30. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I keep blanking on things here. Um. And Ben, you guys, you guys know Ben Gazzara, the oh, villain. No, would you like to? You you recognize him at least? I, don't know. I mean, probably what you'd you'd remember him from is he was Jackie Treehorn in the Big Lebowski, <laughs> the pornographer. Jackie Treehorn. Jackie Treehorn. Oh, I like the way you do business, Jackie. Jackie Treehorn <laughs> treats objects like <laughs> women, women, man. <laughs> and then he throws the coffee mug at his face. <laughs> oh fuck! I love that movie so much. <laughs> So yeah, that's like the main other thing I know Ben Gazar from. He was also in um, Killing of a Chinese Bookie, the John Cassavetes movie. Um, but yeah, he's he's like so deliciously evil in this movie. He is. He's great. He but he, he um, we were saying earlier about how this could be like a two-hour episode of the A Team. Yeah, this could also just be like a two-hour like R-rated episode of like any 80s show because it's hazard yeah it, it, it just has that feeling about everything like how it's like there's like a almost a benny hill type feeling about it like when everybody's like running to like the like to the pool oh yeah there's that party like going on across like yeah, at his place yeah um i always ha- have a thing in my head whenever i see patrick swayze where i'm like would this movie have been better with kurt russell and when I see <laughs> when I see Kurt Russell, I think about Patrick Swayze for some reason. <laughs> I think Patrick Swayze is pretty great in this. Um, you mean, yeah, yeah, I think he is too. But I'm just always just why, like, I for some reason those two guys, yeah, like, well, they both have, they both have great hair. They're not, <laughs> they're absolutely not interchangeable or even like the same kind of actor. No, I think Kurt Russell's more rugged for sure. Yeah, but well, he was offered the role in uh, Tango and Cash. That's right. Oh yeah, that's the other thing too he didn't do because he fucked up his knee really bad in this movie and in fact uh, when he was shooting these fight scenes with um, with Marshall Teague the guy that played Jimmy he had to like have his knee drained of fluid oh. Oh. like a couple times because it was building up because uh, that piece of wood that he smashes them with at one point in the fight Right. Uh, Marshall Teague I guess thought it was like a prop piece of wood but it was like a real piece of wood and he like smashed the shit out of him and bruised Ooh. his ribs all up and stuff uh, you couldn't have had him in Tango and Cash though I mean you couldn't have had two such handsome men in one movie well I think the idea was he he would have been the Kurt Russell he would character. have been Kurt Russell yeah character. yeah that's what I'm talking about you couldn't have had two <laughs> such handsome men him Stallone and, so and <laughs> Swayze <laughs> in one movie never heard that before I mean god damn <laughs> what about a movie if, I mean uh, too late now obviously but if they shot it in the 80s and it was like Swayze and Kurt Russell as brothers would, I mean that brother cops brother cops <laughs> I, w- I mean yeah yeah, I mean, Sign yeah, me yeah. <laughs> um, I don't understand. Have they ever been in a movie together? I don't think so. No. Ugh. 
talk about a disappointment. <laughs> I think the most unrealistic thing about this movie in which like everything that happens is over the top is that uh, uh, that they are able to defeat Terry Funk when they're fighting him. Did you guys recognize Terry Funk? No. He was the head bouncer when Dalton comes in at the beginning and he fires him and he says, your attitude's wrong. And then oh, he, is he, oh, the, yeah. is he he's, the guy from... Uh, no, he's not the guy from um, Bloodsport. Terry Funk? No, he's not in Bloodsport. He, I think he shows up in No Holds Barred as well. Uh which I can't wait till we do no holds bar. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Terry Funk is like you guys don't know who Terry Funk is. He's like the greatest like, hardcore Funk? wrestler of all time. Mm, no. no, please like tell Mick us. Foley based his career on Terry Funk. Okay, so he's he basically only retired from wrestling like a year or two ago, and he's like in his seventies now. Seventy four. He's he's like the toughest motherfucker who ever lived. He's like. Oh, wrestling okay. Japan and like fucking barbed wire matches and shit like that. Uh, by the way, Terry Funk is a s- American semi-retired professional wrestler. Yeah, semi-retired. Yeah, he was supposed to appear at an event recently, but he couldn't because he fucking something about his knee or back or something. His, he doesn't have any cartilage in his knees anymore. Oh, okay. And yet he still wrestled from time to time until very recently. <laughs> He's wow. the toughest son of a bitch maybe who ever lived. And so I can't accept that Dalton is able to beat him up in this movie. <laughs> is he one of those guys that just doesn't feel pain? Uh, maybe. Because they know. have those, like, those yeah, people yeah, exist, yeah. right? Could be one of those. But uh, yeah. He's he's the he's the greatest. You should go and watch some of his old matches. Watch him watch his matches with Ric Flair, his I quit match with Ric Flair. From back in the day. What about Ricky Steamboat? Tommy Dreamer. Dusty yeah. Rhodes. Yeah. Harley great. Race. Yeah, he had great masses, matches with Dusty Rhodes as well. Brother of Dory Funk. Yeah. Him and Dory Funk used to team up in the WWF like in the late 70s, early 80s. Dory, eh? You gotta be pretty tough to pull that name off. Yeah, if you're from Texas and your name's Dory. I mean, that's yeah. a boy old boy and named you're Sue a funk? situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is a... Yeah, it's a good... Analogy. Um, what's your guys' favorite uh, action scene in this movie? Hmm. Mm, I mean, I think the fight with Marshall Teague is pretty pretty good. I'd say I think that's pretty that good, one. like standalone. But I think also uh, I'd kind of group them all together. The bar fights. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of bar fights. Going I like on. the fights that happen when he's not involved. When he's just letting chaos reign, like when he first shows up, yeah, I like it's that. almost when, like comical. He's like fight. he's doing that. Un, he's like doing that thing, and like what's that fucking show called where like the guy fixes bars? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's like he sends. He's like he goes in. He's observing. He's observing. He sees the guy yeah. skimming. He sees the the waitress that sells drugs in the bathroom. Uh, that guy's fucking that girl and like the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I like all that shit. <laughs> And then I, yeah, I like that stuff. And then I like the fight where he teams up with. Um, I mean, he's this tough Sam guy. Sam Elliott. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. And they team up yeah. on the back of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny though because he's supposed to be like, oh, he's the best. He's just the best. And then like after that first, like one of those first scenes, he walks out of the bar. Might be the very first scene in the first bar that he's working at, and he's got like his like turtleneck shirt, like tucked into his billowing like khaki but pants and, and his feathered hair dude, but you're missing just, why he's the best he's not the best because he's the toughest or the strongest he's, he's the smartest he's the smart and he just he just can see the room better yeah no it just looks it's just a funny image 
of you know because the movie is like you know they're in these rough and scuzzy bars all the time and he's like kind of just dressed like some yuppie like 80 you'd see at like a yacht club or something I think <laughs> yeah, I should, well he drinks coffee non-stop too like he right, doesn't drink yeah. anything leaded I think they should let it. <laughs> I think they should remake this movie with Dane Cook in Patrick Swayze's. Wow, Dane Cook, eh? Yeah, that's my. That's well, my there point. was a directed video sequel. I um, heard about that. Yeah, that Patrick Swayze ended up turning S- down. Speak on that, Dustin. I don't know a lot about it. I just know that Swayze oh. was offered to be in it, and then he was like, "No, I'm not interested." And so I think the plot of that movie, because I did read something about that movie. Can I guess? Sure. I think it should be. Somebody that's trying to clean up a fraternity. <laughs> that's not what it is. <laughs> it's his, It's supposed to be his son. It, in it's the movie, his right? son who's like a DA agent who comes back to the town to clean up the bar that his dad like okay. cleaned up. But his dad got murdered and at the same time he's trying oh, to find God. out. I don't want to know that Patrick Swayze's character in this movie got murdered. <laughs> that sucks. Right off the bat, you know he didn't get murdered. Patrick no, Swayze, there's no fucking there's no way. There's no fucking way he got murdered. Man, no one, no one can read a room that good and get murdered. Yeah. He's just too good. No, they, well, fuck. Is that like, is that like uh, canon now? Well, I guess. Patrick Swayze's murdered? If the, if the sequel counts as... Roadhouse last call. Yeah, Roadhouse two last call. Must be great. <laughs> I don't. Wait, who played the son? Was it anyone of note? I can't remember. I read this last night, but I don't even remember. Stephen Dorff. Paul Giamatti. No. Play, Paul, <laughs> Paul Giamatti plays Patrick Swayze's son. That would be great. <laughs> That's even better than Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah, so it's Paul Giamatti. He's uh, Patrick Swayze's son, who's and, playing his mentor character. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Once the guy from uh, drastically younger than him. Who's, no, I was gonna say who's the actor from? Uh, shit. Who's that old guy, Tom? Tom DeLong? No. From Blink-182? <laughs> yeah, Tom DeLong. He's, see, Tom DeLong. The Tom guy DeLong. from Michael Clayton, the older lawyer that's like freaking out at the beginning, that actor, what's his name? He kills that hooker? He's a mobster in Batman Begins. Um, shit, what the fuck? Oh, you know who it should be? It should be fucking Julia Roberts' brother. Ooh, Eric Roberts. Now it's you're Eric Roberts. Yeah. He was the main bad guy in that movie that we... You watched completely. I watched half of. Oh yeah, oh the DOA, the, the, the DOA movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? I got a lot of comments for that movie. So if we ever watch it, <laughs> I have opinions. <laughs> so if we ever watch it, uh, Julia Roberts' brother Eric Roberts. doesn't doesn't also get in, along with his sister. No, they hate no, each other. Yeah, they oh, they hate each, each other. other. Yeah, I wonder why. They both seem like such nice people. Well, I gotta say, Eric Roberts has been pretty entertaining in in uh, hey, many movies. If you know who I'm picking in that war, right? I mean, like when we end up going to war over the <laughs> over the, the Roberts great, siblings, the great, yeah, <laughs> you think it's Trump? It's not. It's Roberts. It's Eric Roberts. It's Eric versus yeah, uh, Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson. That's who I was thinking. That's his mentor. Tom Wilkinson. Great actor. Great actor. Is he in Bruges? No, he wasn't in, in Bruges, was he? He's in Batman Begins. He's in, uh, He's in, the he Grand in Little Buda- Little Children. Or Grand what? Budapest Hotel. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> let's rate this fucker. 
That's it? We're not even going to talk about the hours and hours of Jeff Healy's music in this film? No. <laughs> no. If you guys want to catch Jeff Healy, check him out on Spotify. All right, well, let's rate this thing. <laughs> Dustin, it's your movie. It's your pick. What's your rating? Yeah. Uh, my reaction is a six. Now, I, I toyed with it being higher than that because while <laughs> it is a real cheesy bad movie, it's, it's, cat it's, a, game? it's a lot of fun. It, 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 it definitely is a lot of fun. It's it fun does to, get dragged down with all that bullshit romance crap. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like a porn star. Um, like oh, she, hey now, Kelly Lynch. Son. Well, <laughs> Kelly, like, all the way, but Kelly Lynch also terrifies me. Because have you guys seen Mr. Mercedes? I have not, because I wanted to read the books first. Yeah. She's on that. So gross. Yeah, it's fucking no. I watched the. F- I've watched almost all the first season. Uh, I was watching it as they came out, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, "Fucking man, like I don't need an, so the, this dark shit in my life right now. I have enough <laughs> other dark shit, like, and I haven't gone back to it. It's just, ugh. Well, in that hospital scene, uh, you don't know if this is like the beginning of a, a porn <laughs> when she comes in and like she's the doctor. And <laughs> she looked like guys she, are sexist. What? Oh, I, I mean, they even say yeah she. She's got too nice of an ass to be a doctor or that some brains that, or something yeah. like that. She's too smart to have an ass like that. Yeah, something like that. You know. Beautiful poetry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the poetry. The poetry this of this movie. movie yeah. This, <laughs> anyway. movie's, this movie's like lucky to be a haiku. My, my, my overall reaction was a six, but my score was a 5.8. Did your review go down? I thought you had it, you had it at a six. No, I didn't change anything. Oh, yeah, but when I put my scores in last night, it didn't actually show up what they were. Like, it didn't give me my overall score thing or whatever. Well, my reaction's uh, 6, overall 5.2. I'm 6, 5.2. What do you mean? <laughs> Dude, we're, like, so close to each other, it's crazy. <laughs> which gives it overall 5.4, which means... 5.4, which is a fairly middling rating, but... I, but a man, if you see this thing on TV and you haven't watched it, you should do yourself the favor. It's right up between Bloodsport and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that's not fair, because this movie is so much better than Bloodsport. <laughs> uh, I that's vote, a debate for the I ages. vote that Bloodsport gets knocked down a peg. Well, but you can't move it. It's got, it's well, got we can't. Scott. Well, I know we're not. Blood, blood sports on our list of ones we have to redo. Yeah, yeah, you, never, you guys want to go it's gonna higher. Go higher. <laughs> it's going to go higher. It's definitely not going higher. <laughs> Tens, no, <laughs> tens across the board. That cute little little tag it's be number scene one. It'll have. be the number one movie after we get. Yeah, redo it. New number one. <laughs> What's our number one movie? Is it still Mad still Max? Mad Max Fury Road. Tied Wick. with John Wick. Uh, yeah. So okay. So between Bloodsport and what'd you say? It's nothing. It's oh, it's in between Bloodsport and TMNT. No, yeah. Okay. All right. Which I watched part of today because it was on at the brewery. It's fucking great, Dustin. Suck it. <laughs> I can't wait till we do number two. <laughs> Secrets of the Ooze? Number two, what? Teenage Turtles. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. Mm. I don't know if we'll ever do that one. Uh, it's so good. I mean, that one's it's not nearly eyes. as good. It's but not as the good. lines are awesome. <laughs> oh, it's my, it has my, one of my favorite right. lines of any movie ever made in it, yeah. Oh, well, hit me. It's <laughs> if, Michelangelo's like... Oh no, Donatello! I think is like it's quiet, a little too quiet. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Michael uh, Donatello says, "I think 
it's quiet, and then I think Michelangelo says a little too quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna screw this a up. A little too rough. And then well, he my, says, "Yeah, it's, 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 hey, it's rough." And then Michelangelo's like, "A little too rough," and it is golden, gold, pure gold, pure gold. What are we doing next, John? All right. So next, we're gonna watch a movie that just came out recently on video on demand, at least here in North America. Um, I've heard really good things about it, which is why I picked it. It's called Avengement. It's got our old friend, what's his name? Scott. Scott Adkins. Adkins. Scott Adkins. Scott Adkins. So let's see if he can top his performance. Oh, it's also directed, I think, by the same guy. Same guy that did Triple Threat, which we reviewed a few episodes back. Hopefully it's better than that. Yeah. I don't think it was going to take much. Where did we give Triple Threat? Where did that end? Mm, it wasn't very high. It was in the fours. Four point three. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be. I hope. I hope it's better. But. All right. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Please check us out on Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of stuff for social media. But most importantly, tell somebody uh, about it if you like this and get them to subscribe on uh, Pop. What's it called? <laughs> iTunes? No, that's not it. You know, your pod catcher of whatever you use. It's not going to be any more iTunes soon. Yeah, okay, cool. (laughs) See you guys later.